Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome in <laughs> to the KSR Football Podcast Citrus Bowl Extravaganza. Today's podcast, we are happy to be brought by my good friend Andrew Wade from State Farm. It's Wade from State Farm. And the thing is, guys, I, I know. That right now it's it's an expensive time of the year. It is. It's very expensive. You know, you're spending money on gifts, office parties, decorations. You got a budget for a trip to Orlando to watch the cats kick Penn State's ass in the Citrus Bowl. It can be really expensive. Yeah, I'm broke. And that's why this time of the year it's the perfect time to find out how to save money, and you can do that with Wade from State Farm. He can help you with. Your auto and home insurance. He can help you with your life insurance. Call him for a free quote. And let Wade and his team know, help you protect what matters most. In honor of bowl season, stop into Wade's office right now. Pick up a free to Andrew Wade State Farm football while supplies last. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yep. Call your good neighbor, Wade from State Farm. Speaking of good neighbors, I've got a few with me right now. You heard him. That was Drew Franklin. He's back. From the Big Apple, back and in person. Drew, how you feeling today? I feel very broke after being gone for two weeks, uh, but I'm excited to be back. I, is this weird? I kind of missed you guys. Is that weird? No. Am I am I out of bounds there, uh, confessing that? No, no, no. It's we, we miss you too. I just realized I had the wrong microphone. I was turning up oh, and down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, good to be here. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be messing up technological difficulties. I actually forgot to plug in a cord uh, before we started. So, things are business as usual, but they're actually not because uh, our, our good friend Charles Walker is joined by another good friend. I did. I, uh, I have a special guest for everyone. We have Austin McGinnis here with us. He's going to be here soon. He got kicked but out. But yes. he got kicked out? Yeah. Yeah. He's going oh, yeah. to the Steelers. He's yeah. no He's longer. being too loud and unruly. <laughs> <laughs> BB and I have a special treat. We have your favorite receiver, slot receiver, 33. On the field, number one in your hearts, number one in my heart, my ex-roommate, David (laughs) Bouvier with us right now. Yeah, you like that intro? What an intro. Wow. Yeah, the end zone stalker, David Bouvier, is with us. We're going to we're going to save the the message for you all to the end of this interview. Right now, we just have some fun questions. We want to get to the bottom of what really keeps the fan base up at night. Number one, if you had to pick one coach to be on your team in a fight in a in a in a little tussle, who would you pick and why? Uh, I think the answer is pretty simple. I think Coach Morrow, Ooh. just because his, his, his physical presence, mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's not going to hold back. Uh, Do you think <laughs> Coach Stoops would be mad at you for answering that question that way? He might be, but I'm a senior, so he's not. And I got my last <laughs> game. Yeah. He can't really punish me anymore. So <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. So. Well, I like to believe he does, right? Yeah. 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 Mark Stoops I'll, is tuning in. Well, yeah, yeah, he has to listen to our depth chart so he knows how to game plan. That's that's the way I view I it. I think so. Yeah. I feel All like right. I'm at Patriots camp standing next to you two, just <laughs> two slot receivers. Bob Kraft is going to walk in any minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do I hear Matt Jones? Yeah, that's Matt. Back. So that's we so loud. Yeah. Well, he couldn't just talk. He had to use a microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't want you using a mic. That was his regular voice. <laughs> um, anyway, Chuck, back to the stars here. Yeah. Chuck, who are you taking in your fight? Oh, who am I taking? To fight Bouvier and the Big fight. Dog. Yeah. To fight Bouvier and the Big Dog. Yes, two oh, on man. two. Well, one, I, I could take that fight by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm wish. taking Brez because he's got some fire Brez. in him. Yeah. It, I'm taking the underdog. I'm taking Brezowitz. We've seen some film of him. <laughs> he's 1-0. He took down yeah. Petrino. Well, you know, it's not that we. He's taking down Coach House. Here is a little inside info. Oh, that's right. Before yeah. Louisville week, what was that, our sophomore year? Yeah, yeah that was a while They ago. showed uh, pickup basketball between some of the co- coaches, probably four-on-four four or something. Yeah. And and I think Brez blocked Coach Marrow's shot. And I think it was one of those where it was a clean block, but the guy didn't want to admit it, so he called a foul. Yeah. And Coach Brez tried to call him out for it, and Big Dog was not having it. <laughs> and he gave and he got in Brez's ear, I think was saying, some, murmuring some stuff that probably we shouldn't say on the air. Look at this scoop yeah. we're getting here. I love it. Yeah. yeah. He shows the video to the team meeting and everything. It was <laughs> <laughs> I think it was to get us fired up. I hope it wasn't staged. I don't think it was. No, I, no, it can't be. All right, speaking oh, of basketball, you get to pick one player on the football team to play basketball with. At the JC, you know, 2v2, who are you picking? Well, I have played with a lot of basketball players or the football players recently. Uh, played with Lynn. He's really good, but he doesn't pass the ball. So <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm Man. not picking Lynn. So shot. hold on. He wants to pass in football, but doesn't want to pass in basketball. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. And the then, irony. But uh, uh, recently, I've just played with Bryce Johnson, a freshman. He was. He was unreal. He was banging, he was dunking it left and right. It was. It was quite the show. He's a really good. Good player. I'll probably play with him. What position is he? He's receiver. Receiver? Yeah. He redshirted this year, but I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a stud. Alright, alright. Alright, that'll lead into my next question. Breakout player of the year next year that no one uh, I'll say no ordinary fan would know about now. Hmm. I guess a red shirt in in that case. Yeah, I gotta uh stick to the receivers. I there think you go. uh I guess we've seen glimpses of Alan Daly, A D. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna be really good. He's a he's a special player. And then Akeem Hayes, he was redshirted. He's one of the quickest players I've I've seen on the football field. So what do they call him, Kimi? Is that what the yeah, little Kimi? Little yeah. Kimi. <laughs> I, I, when I first saw him, I was like, he he he's not big enough to play in the SEC. Like he is yeah. too tiny. But from everything I've heard, he's a real deal. Holyfield. He is. Yeah, I'm all for the undersized wide receiver. Uh, I have their back. It's worked out for you all, I guess. Yeah, I figured it worked out for Hayes. So we're undersized to you all? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I don't say that at all. No, we're undersized. (laughs) All right, you better watch it. All right, we'll wrap it up here. I got two or three more questions. Aside from the quarterbacks, who has the best spiral on the team and who can throw it the farthest on the team? All right, and Lynn. Lynn doesn't count either. 
Okay. Link can throw pretty far, though. Yes. We've seen uh, that. He likes to show that off. So not including the quarterbacks? Not, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm some favorites are what? Bunchy? Can't Drake I, Jackson I've seen bomb Big Drake. George Drake throw is one. really good. Big George can bomb it. Yeah, the linemen are – they can always throw it far. Yeah, you're probably right with Drake. Drake can really launch it and throws a good, good spiral every single time. Ooh, I'd like to see a trick play where Drake snaps it to himself <laughs> and then throws a bomb. I don't know if that's, like, against the rules or not, but they should try. Yeah, give us some trick plays. Tell us your whole game plan. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> James Franklin listens to this. <laughs> yeah. All right, last question. I think I know the answer. I hope I know the answer. Your favorite roommate you've had being at UK, traveling, Maybe your hotel roommate. You've made some great memories together. I know he adores the memories. Do you adore these memories? Do you miss him? Do you love him? Let's say love. <laughs> Let's use the word love. And if so, what is his name? No. Charles Walker oh. was my best roommate. There we go. Yeah. Slusher, you can eat that. Yeah, Slusher, he does a good job, but he's on – uh, the phone with his girlfriend too much. Ooh! <laughs> but oh, wow. but also Chuck, he snores louder than anyone <laughs> I've ever heard. So that was that's his minus. But he was a good roommate. Do you ever accidentally call him Chuck? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how many pillows I've thrown at him while we're traveling just to make him stop snoring. I like to fall asleep with all the lights on. It doesn't really bother me. So he, I never wake up either. So when all the lights are on, he falls asleep first. I won't turn them off. I'll have the TV on, and he'll have to, like, wake up and try to get me to do it by throwing pillows at me, and it just would never work. Never works. No. You all never, of course, never broke any rules. Never no, had no, any, no, no, no shenanigans at all. We, Always in there for bed check. Before the show oh, yeah. we are talking about, that was weird. They studied every night, then just went to bed at 9. I thought that was weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did some extra film work, uh, you know, opponent scouting. Some, some push-ups, maybe. Drew, drew some take Oh, yeah, notes, we worked yeah. out. Of course, we had a little workout, like yeah, you know. five-and-a-half-mile run. You know, I just wanted to be prepared for anything that happens. Oh, yeah, didn't do anything anything bad, anything wrong. No ever. funny stories to tell, just <laughs> just two guys. Maybe we'll ask you again Daddy. after his ball game and get the truth. Yeah, yeah. we could give you the <laughs> – No, we should probably not have him on anymore after this one that, <laughs> that I'm allowed to lead. I think that's, that's where you pull the plug on this interview. <laughs> All right, I lied, actually. One more question. Okay. Um, leading up to the bowl week, I mean, obviously, now you stay here, you have practices. Have you all done anything, um, I guess, to get your mind away from football? I know when I was yeah. playing all those years ago that it was. <laughs> Coach Stoops did a good job of, uh, you know, monitoring practices as well as getting the team together to do activities that weren't really focused on football. Have you done anything like that this year? Yeah, we uh, on Monday went to Malibu Jacks. Oh, so that nice. was pretty cool. That place is massive. We did bowling. So they moved. Did they move? Yeah, locations? they moved. Yeah, they were off like I guess like Richmond Road. Now they're on Nicholasville, and uh, they have bowling. They have uh, go karts and roller coasters. It's they have a roller coaster <laughs> in there. What? Yeah, Wasn't there it's a insane. 3D zombie? I guess. Yeah, game? that was that was insane. Yeah, I. I've never played a game like that, and that was Sounds like a pretty strange. good, uh, a little bit better than getting shot with airsoft guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach Stoops, he, he did do that last year. <laughs> everyone kept shooting at Coach Stoops, so he's like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> also, you could, when you're on the airsoft field, it's not like paintball, so you can't really see when someone gets hit. Yeah, so you have to base it off their 
um, I guess, <laughs> discipline or their truthfulness. And there were a lot of guys last year, I remember, that you would yeah. shoot them, like, right in the back from five feet away, and they would just act like they didn't get shot. So kind yeah, of it operates purpose. on honor code, and it just – it just wasn't the there. Was oh, on Wednesday we're going to Texas Day Brazil. They're treating us to dinner. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The all you can I'm eat. Excited. Yeah, I've never like, been there. I feel like the team should go to KS Bar and Grill. That's a big place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I'll run it by him. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it in the suggestion box. All right, I got right out you. The door. One more, one message to the Big Blue Nation uh, for this bowl game. Just come out and support us and have our back. We've had a, a great season, and we couldn't have done it without without the BBN supporting us along the way. We just ask that everyone stays positive and just uh, appreciate the season that we've had. We're going. We're excited. Woo! Yeah, oh, I'll be there. He won't do it, but I'm just going to go ahead and guarantee victory now. <laughs> yeah, I might even sneak in the hotel trouble room with, the with guarantee you this word. year. <laughs> <laughs> David didn't say it. That was me. Hey, yeah. thanks for coming on. This yeah, is no awesome. problem. Hopefully yeah, you don't get like cool. suspended for it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> how, how would you grade Chuck as an interview? You've been interviewed yeah. quite a few times. Yeah, uh, he, he's do, he done a good job. I, uh, yes. I've listened to your old podcast before, and – Chuck, it just keeps getting better and better. So we're just we're we're can, will you confirm the team listens to our podcast before every game? Like that's what gets people hype in the locker yes, room. Exactly. Not yeah. Meek Mill or, Not Mo Bamba. or no. Mo Bamba. Yeah, Definitely we gotta Mo listen Bamba. to Drew and Nick and Chuck speak and then <laughs> we're then we're ready to go. Thank you for confirming that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, well we folks, appreciate it, man. Yeah. David Bouvier. Yeah, yeah guess thanks we'll for having me. Gentlemen. Guess we'll bring that Austin guy back. Yeah. 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 All right, Austin. Here you go, Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. That was awesome. That was fun. Yeah. Is that Thanks, our man. first current player on a podcast? That is our first current player on a podcast. That's probably our first ever podcast guest. You know, usually you have to go through proper proper channels, but he was in here uh, eating with Charles, going over old roommate stories. We yeah. just we borrowed him for a minute. Good see you See you guys. Yeah, it was it was a it was a nice little uh, reunion. Um, I, I just appreciate too that like Chuck had zero stories to tell. Um, from their, their times rooming together. Well, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest. They told us lots of stories off the air, and don't think for one second we won't bring them up on another show. <laughs> and don't think for <laughs> one second I will not deny every story. <laughs> Those that does stories not come out will of be told. <laughs> they, they will. Man, good stuff. Good stuff. Austin, how's it going? Man? Oh, hey, how's so, it going, guys? Oh, here's that one guy. He played. Yeah, I'm you like, play. I'm like play? the lame duck. No, I actually never played, but just a close <laughs> associate of the team. Oh, cool. Good to I, have you I on. think I know why Boob was talking so quiet. Maybe I'm just talking loudly. <laughs> I can barely hear you guys over well, here. It's because you're. Uh, there we go. You're known for being such a loud talker. Yeah, I like talking loud. How else are people going to hear the great things I have to say if I don't scream it? True that. Yeah. How uh, how, how you been? You been uh, kicking balls? Yeah, I've been out kicking balls. I had a little tryout with the Memphis AAF team, and hopefully they'll sign me. They they signed some old guy, but. We'll, we'll see if they want some real competition, a real kicker to step up for them. So uh, I've been pushing hard for myself. So good. Hey. I know in my heart I'm the best guy for the job. You're how your how old of a guy did they sign? 31 years of age and has been out of football so for a So would you bit. rather have Drew kicking for you or would you rather have Austin? Oh, God. I think it's easy. I just looked up at the Boca Raton Bowl. The Cherubini? I am on – all over the under to a point. It is life or death situation, and they scored in 50 seconds. Yeah. That's not good for me. Yeah, that's not good for you. All right, back to what, what were we talking about? My gambling yeah, addiction just caught important. up to me. <laughs> nothing <Yes>. important. <laughs> the, the gambling addiction has caught up with Drew. Um, but, hey, we're here to talk about all things Citrus Bowl because we have been gone for a while. Drew was in New York. Um, he got surgery on his eyeballs. He can now see. He's yep. not a blind man. Um, I was sick for like a week, so we, we pressed pause for a little bit, but – Folks, 
don't you worry. We got plenty of Citrus Bowl talk to get to. Um, today, Thursday, uh, we're going to come with, at you with signing day stuff. And it'll be a different crew. It'll be with uh, Luckett and Jack. We're kind of KSR signing day uh, liaison. And we will come at you breaking down each prospect. I know tonight's the night before signing day. It wouldn't be fun to speculate about what's going to happen because things can get crazy uh, on the day of. So we'll break down each prospect then. Um, and once again, I'd like to thank uh, Andrew Wade State Farm for sponsoring our bowl coverage. And with that, Citrus Bowl. We're going to be in Florida here in a few weeks. And I, for one, am incredibly excited to just get out of the cold weather because – it's just it's not fun to have to like wear toboggan. Like I'm, I don't have any hair on my head, um, <laughs> as you can tell. But you so look like, great. Uh, well, <clears throat> I appreciate the lies, but uh, you know, like I have to wear a hat all the time, and that's just no fun. I'm excited to get some sun in Florida, and I, I, I don't know how you're gonna do it though, Chuck, because you're gonna be in Florida for like two weeks. Somehow, I think I will manage to be just fine. You'll, oh, you'll be just fine. And just it's only like eight days. Oh, only eight only days. eight days. Well, nine days. <laughs> no, only nine, <laughs> nine days. A little bit different than Drew's trip to Canada. Uh, you mentioned being cold in your bald head. I luckily have a great head of hair, but being in the windy streets of New York with huge ears, I don't wish that on anyone, man. <laughs> These things just catch all that wind, and I'm like you. I'm ready to get. Have we checked the forecast down there? Ooh, Are we good? We can do that now. We're probably far enough. We're I haven't been to Orlando since I was like four, so I don't know how the. So the climate works down there. Th- that's one extra part uh, about this trip that I know that players are excited for. Um, guys like Bouvier. There's a lot of people never been to Disney World before. They're going to get a day at the Magic Kingdom. Um, I- I've been to Disney World, and I actually was uh, down there two years ago. Went to Harry Potter World. They can nice. run it back at Harry Potter World. It's pretty awesome. What uh what what house were you? Did you do the the choosing hat or the they, selection they, hat? Uh no. Did they do that? I, I don't know if they do that or not. Well, they have it there, and he'll like talk to you, but you can't. I don't think you can wear it. What house do you think you'd be in? Um, <clears throat> I'd be like the one that everybody forgets about. Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'd probably be the one where like Ravenclaw. Oh, Hufflepuff, that- Ravenclaw, Slytherin, and. Yeah, because uh, uh, and Lannister. Uh, I think yeah, I, I would be the <laughs> no. one like tall, goofy guy that everybody like just made fun of in like one movie for like five minutes, and that was it. Okay. So I'd be I'd be the forgettable one. But the thing is, it's really cool about Universal. They have 3D roller coasters. You ever rode a 3D roller coaster? I rode the I mummy there when I was young, and I like cried during. I think is that where you sit in one thing and it moves and it screens in front of you, or what is? So the thing is, is like you're surrounded by screens, but like it actually does have like dives and loops and drops and all that kind of stuff so you're so immersed into it that like you do think you're falling off a building because you are dropping and everything around you like they have a transformers one the transformers one is nuts the harry potter one is nuts i highly recommend um and i'm excited to get some rides in oh is this shia labeouf transformers (laughs) or mark Wahlberg transformers it's a transformer I just don't get how they they do those movies and just act like they they, they don't switch the main characters. Yeah, I quit watching like. Well, they're making another four one. Movies ago. They're making another one with Mark Wahlberg and and not Megan Fox. I don't know who's doing the woman role, but it's not Megan. <laughs> Fox. Her name is not Megan Fox. <laughs> they get something like that. It might <laughs> as well be breaking news here. Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. I haven't watched a Transformer in a while. Are you a Transformers guy also? No. He just likes to play with the action figures. I do like roller coasters. (laughs) I do like the action figures. (laughs) I mean, it's a plane. It's a car. No, it's a human. Who knows? 
What's more versatile? What's more versatile, Bumblebee or Lynn Bowden? Lynn Bowden. Um, he's a one-stop pony. And Lynn Bowden also has – he's got a couple sweet uh, dance moves. So, right now, early forecast, partly cloudy, 71 degrees, 21% chance of rain in Orlando. See, I can't have it be too warm because I packed everything up and it's, like, gone to where I can't – I probably won't go get it before, like – Short sleeve shorts, all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, it's like in I the need back a, of the I need closet. a little bit of cool weather. Short sleeves and shorts. Is, yeah, that's I mean, a short I, I sleeve shorts. I meant to put an what and in wearing? there. You one of those people that switches <laughs> the closet from he summer has, to winter? I do. I do. The zippers well, when you have so much pants. swag like me, that you couldn't possibly have enough closet space, so I have to take it to to a place, to, a museum, to put my summer gear. Oh lord. Oh wow, that sounds miserable. Uh, I just mentioned Lynn Bowden. I want to bring up that the neck tattoo might be happening for me. I was about to say that we we, we didn't bring that up. I, I can't tell now. Your your shirt's a little tight. No neck. I don't have it yet. yet. But uh, a, a place has reached out about. They say it's temporary, but it's long term temporary. I don't know what that means. That's fake. Don't do that. <laughs> go big or go home. So Where is come this on place? Now. Go big or go well, home. I don't really have a real address, but uh, I'm sure it's Louisville. legit. It's actually in Louisville. I, I'm thinking about it. It needs that. The, the fact that Lynn has become – it's like he's become self-aware on Twitter. Like, first off, like, I get that. Like, obviously, players, they search their names. They're seeing what people are talking about. I don't know how he came about, like, I need a Limbo neck tattoo from, like, three months ago. <laughs> but I'm happy he did. And then I'm happy that somebody Photoshopped you with a Lynn Bowden tattoo, and he did the – is this real? It. He definitely searches his name on Twitter because I tweeted that – after, like, the punt return against Missouri, I think. Which is, like... Forever ago. Yeah, that was mid-October. I'm considering it. I'm a fan. You, you might, should do it. I think it'd be a good look for you, too. I don't know that I look good in a neck tattoo, but I'm willing to try it. Well, and it's one step closer to getting another receiver on the podcast. I think if you get the neck tattoo, Lynn will want to come I don't on. think we'll ever have Lynn Bowden on this podcast. I don't know. Bouvier yeah, was a good know. get. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um... But I am excited for some Lynn Bowden in the ball. He got uh, a few All-SEC awards. It's hard to keep track with, of all of the awards because there were so many. Well, because Josh Allen just <laughs> cleaned house. You're like, whoa, this is not what I signed up for. I'm waiting for them to be like, and the nation's best running back, Josh Allen. Nation's best punter, Josh Allen. Just give him every award there is to win. He really, I mean, he was kind of joking today, but, like, he doesn't have anywhere to put these awards. So, uh it was kind of an easy little thing on the post to be like, oh, he should ask Santa Claus for a trophy case for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but, like, seriously, good. he needs, like, a good sturdy shelf because you saw that award today, Austin. I that did. is not a light award. No, it was an impressive award to say the least. But I think when he gets his first signing bonus, he'll have the the, the means to get what he to wants. To get a trophy case. To get yeah. a very nice trophy <laughs> case. He's already driving a very nice car, so – He's yeah. doing he's doing okay for himself. Yeah, sure. I, I think uh, I think the, the the car dealership. I think they're gonna get their money back. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think he's good for it. I would give Josh Allen a loan right now if he needs one. I'll give him my car. <laughs> just to tell him I did. <laughs> hey, here's a free car. That that's a, just a gift from a friend. Yeah. Though. Not an NCAA no, no, violation. No, no, no. Oh, not, at not at all. Not even close. Um, but Josh really has. He's won at least four. National Defensive Player of the Year awards. We've got, and yesterday he won another one. I didn't know that he had any more awards to win, but he won a Jack Lambert one. He's gotten all of them. But I think even what's what's almost not not cooler, uh, but 
but we kind of expect it. Man, it's like a specialist party. Yeah, place. the specialists I mean, just miss the specialist. It really is. They, they don't have anything else going on. Is there on. a rift in the specialist room? Oh, my. This could be breaking news. Oh, yeah. Oh. We, we could Brought make that you. happen. Um, By KSR Football Podcast. Kind of, we should, we let's get the Aussie on here. Yeah, let's get the Aussie on here. So we can hear the accent. Say uh, your favorite Australian word, <laughs> words. Speak, please. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, just ask him what his pet kangaroo's name is. Are we running ads in the locker room, or does the whole team just want to come eat here tonight? I, I know. I think they just want to hear the KSR Football Podcast. They Maybe you just have two former players that love the KSR Football Podcast so much they've been telling all their buddies about it. Ooh. Good job, guys. It Way to really promote the, promote the brand. It Dividends is odd that one punter leaves and the other walks in. Yeah. I mean, it's like a little clicky. Minutes apart. A little clicky. Rift, yeah. rift. Like Mean rift. Girls, kind of. I, th- I think <laughs> maybe I should send out a news app alert that Ooh, there's a little I trauma so. in the punter room. You Uh-oh. should. That would, they would love that. <laughs> Tag UK specialist. They'll take anything at this point. <laughs> I remember last year we were, what, 3-0 and and then lost to Florida. Uh, by a, a, a devastating loss, and one of the reporters asked me after the game, "How's the riff like in the rocker room?" And I was like, "What do you mean? We just played a great game, and it didn't go our way. I don't, I don't think there's a rift in this locker room by any means." One of my favorite. I have another great reporter question. Ooh, ooh, hit, hit me. Yeah. So was after it, it was probably me. No, so. no, 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 okay, no, no. I remember who it was very fondly, and I was kind of mean. But she asked, like, I've missed one kick at Florida, and she's like. What are you gonna do? Like your season's over. Like, how do you bounce back from this? And I'm like, I've started for three years. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't even want to answer. I was so mad. It's like one of those where you have to be respectful, but you're like, can we not get someone else to do this job? A better question. <laughs> yeah, you throw me a better question. Like, I I I roasted her in a very um, self in your journal at night. Way. Yeah, I wrote I wrote about it. Man. DJ, he, he he was really good at talking down to reporters. He would talk down to me from time to time. Oh, what would he do? Well, he would just, like, talk at you like you're an idiot if you were just wanting him to expound on something. Yeah. Well, it's, that's the way it is because it's football. You know, they'd give it <laughs> one of those kind of responses. Like, you don't play I, football. I love it now that Josh is just, like, he's just coasting in his interview. So, like, he'll just start laughing in the middle. And then you'll get some of the, the SoFo guys walking up behind him messing with him. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they won't. Did you ever have any, like, uh, buddy try to mess with you while you were interviewing? Like, was it was Oh, it yeah. Difficult? Mike used to always mess with me. Like, really? if you were asking me the question, he'd be, like, behind you doing something. And it was, like, it was on video, so you know you couldn't laugh. Right. Like, if you're just, if it's just, like, a recorder is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah like you can, you can kind of yeah. like you can smile and say it's a question, but if you're on video, it's like you gotta be super serious. <laughs> didn't really, didn't really work out. Josh would do it too. He's like the, he's the largest ten year old at heart that I've ever seen. Him and Mike threw a glove at Cash's face earlier this year, and I thought I Cash was gonna that. murder them. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that wanna, wasn't I fake anger, right? Cash. You were there. I, yeah, that was real anger. That was like I didn't want the video to end. I wanted to see <laughs> if they really fought. The best part is they're, like, running away in the background, and you just see them sprinting, and he's, his eyes are just rolling. Uh, good stuff. Which, by the way, Cash got some new swag for the bowl game. You a big fan of the new swag there, Chucky? I'm a fan of wearing what 
your coaches and your other players. <laughs> oh, boom. Oh, team boom. issued gear kind of guy. That's <laughs> what it's got to be. What an old man. I did not think we would get the old man take. He's in a suit and tie. Like, uh, we need to turn the rap music down when we come out. Uh, or Nickelback. We should walk out. We should. You can have your swag by any means. Wear your sleeves. Wear your bands. I, I wore bands. Yeah, that's fine. Did they make her dance? Those are issued. The team issued. The team doesn't say you can. I wore a visor. I had the swag, but I'm not a fan of the customized gloves. And When you said you wore a visor, for some reason I pictured you wearing like a, a hat visor. <laughs> yeah, you know, after, I take my helmet off and I put on a coach's visor while we were waiting like the pros do. After the ninth tee, I get a little sweaty. So. <laughs> I just think that football is a team game, so you should somewhat resemble your teammates and the people that you are. Well, I sound like Ron going to war right now. If I may call you out, I feel the same about the podcast. And me, Nick, and Austin are wearing hoodies, <laughs> and you're wearing a tie. So if you want to be a team and dress like a team. Well, maybe the coach should tell us what the dress code is. Uh, back to Cash's shoes, though. Yes. You know, they're wrestling-themed. It's like a I, good brother. I'm actually at the point I'm convinced he's going to quit and become a wrestler. Well, like, he might not participate summer. in the bowl game. <laughs> like, like, like for a while it was kind of funny, but I think like he's he's ready. He's ready to make the jump now. We talk about guys going pro. Yeah, he might go pro on something other yeah. than yeah. other than football. I mean, he's got the WWE tweeting about him all the time. <laughs> he's got like the big dog WWE guys <laughs> yeah. tweeting at him. Yeah, it's not the Hardy brothers. Who is it? He's like part of almost good, uh, one good of the brothers, misfit gangs. I, and I don't. They're tag team people. So and like, Barstool loves him, too. So yeah. he's got career options. Well, you've got uh, the quarterback, Oklahoma, is deciding between pitching for the Oakland A's or going to the NFL draft. Cash is going to pick between, like, going to the Bears or going to the Legion of Doom. He's going to have options <laughs> to make, too. I, I or being a professional bass fisher. Oh, <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. He, he actually tweeted a video of a guy pulling a fish out of the water. Today. Look at that <laughs> thing bringing the bite out of that. I saw that. I said, God, you're unbelievable, man. Oh, boy. When, when they shared a picture of him and Landon fishing down at the Taxlayer Bowl. Can you imagine what they were talking God, about? I, no, I, I don't. And, like, is there really any fish in one of those ponds that just has, like, rocks at the bottom? Like, I, I, I don't believe that. And that pond, too, there was also just the – like the old golf balls that you use for the hole-in-one challenge at that TPC hotel. Uh, so I guarantee you there was like a million golf balls, and they just kept hitting them. <laughs> like, oh, here's one. Oh, never mind. Gosh. That's all. Well, so I, I guess we should. Well, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the bowl uh, game, this time of the bowl prep, this is like – is this the most fun that you all would have at, like during a season? Uh, is this week between finals and, like, your Christmas break. Is it a lot of fun? Yeah, it's fun because you don't have school. It feels good to get those finals out of the way, and although you're not with your family, you know, you're just focusing on football. Coach Stoops always does something fun for the players, and so for me it was always a good time of year. This and then I like when we're at the bull site, so I think that beats everything because that's when you're in a nice hotel, you got some spending money, Swag. Yeah, and they, you know, they take you to do fun things, aircraft carriers and whatnot. <laughs> Lots of aircraft carriers. seem to really love the aircraft carriers. It's a big hit. What do you all do for Christmas? So we went home for Christmas, and then we would have to report on Christmas Day. So we'd get that morning or Christmas Eve to open gifts and then head up to the game. But this year I think they're going to have Christmas at yes. home because they're leaving the 26th. Yes, they, they will leave the 26th. I have a little itinerary of what they plan on doing. Oh, you do show prep? 
Yeah, um, I, I've got quite a bit of Penn State research that we are going to get to, trust me. Um, they are also doing a, uh, besides the, the regular stuff, we're, we're having the uh, Citrus Bowl Parade. Ooh, that's big down there. I'll I'm, look that up. I'm pretty excited for the Citrus Bowl Parade. Do they get to sit on a float during that? Like, I, what, I what's, what's going so. on there? Uh, that is going down on the Saturday, uh, December 29th. So fans, 8 to 10 p.m. So it's at night. I like that they have a Citrus Bowl mascot, too. He's got, like, a mm-hmm. crown on his head. Really cool mascot. Today, for the media, they gave us some oranges afterwards. There was a big really? old box of oranges. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, sure they're gone. Uh, we also have. They looked mediocre. <laughs> I didn't grab one. <laughs> uh, they're going to be going to uh, a main event. Have you ever been to a main event? Oh, those are the big. It's like Dave and Buster's. Yeah. It's like or, or like where they went this week, the Malibu Jacks. They've got one of those in Louisville too. Yep. It seems like it would be cooler than Malibu Jacks, but I've never been to Malibu Jacks. Yeah, they have. A, a, have you ever heard of a rope course? It's I've heard of a rope course, but <laughs> not have. But, but like. It, these kind of, like the kind in Louisville, it's like you're 15 feet above the ground and you're harnessed in and you kind of walk through a bunch of little, I don't know, not booby traps, but it's like a little uh, jungle Netted trip. and, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty cool. So they're, they're going to go to a main event. Um, on Sunday, they're going to pair with children <coughs> from FCS MVPs and the Boys and Girls Club of Central Florida, and they're going to ride roller coasters, go-karts, etc. and... Also that day, they're going to Disney World. So wow. a two for one. On wow. The you all got an aircraft carrier. They get Disney World this year. Yeah, I know. I'm a little salty. Ouch. But it's all good. It's well, it's well deserved. Uh, I'll go ahead and bring up the, not a touchy subject, but you always got to worry. I don't think there's any bad apples on this team, but it seems every year somebody breaks curfew. Not necessarily, I'm not saying UK, but you hear stories almost every bowl game. Before kickoff, up oh, so and so's out for the game. He was an idiot while we were in whatever city. Yeah. So uh, hopefully the Disney Worlds and the rope courses will keep everyone. Uh, maybe we get an early bedtime yeah. and everyone stay focused. I don't think. I think it's pretty difficult to to get in trouble at a Disney World. Like knock on wood. You'd be surprised <laughs> what these guys can do. Um, yeah, they're a good time. Like you can't. You can't pull a Belk bowl and, like, steal from Belk while you're on a Belk ball shopping spree. Yeah. And I guess if they survived Nashville last year without any trouble, I definitely would have been kicked off the team if I had to play a bowl game in Nashville. Yeah, we've done surprisingly well with incidents. Yeah. Pretty good. My brother got to go to the Bahamas Bowl as a red shirt. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> you want to talk about having a good time going to the Bahamas as a red shirt. Well, not to talk basketball, but that's like when UK went to the Bahamas and Willie Cauley-Stein was injured and had nothing to do. Oh. My man lived it up. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that's like the best bowl game is the Bahamas Bowl. I like that uh, Central Michigan a few years ago, they revealed to the team, like they had like uh, the Jeopardy song playing and they had all the bowl logos up. They were like, which one's it going to be? And they got down to uh, either the – the Motor City Bowl in Detroit, oh, or the God. Bahamas Bowl, and when they got the Bahamas Bowl, uh, naturally they, they they lost their freaking minds. Uh, this this week the Bahamas Bowl has 30, 30 mile per hour winds and uh, like a hurricane forecast. Ooh, so it'll it's be a fun a, one to watch. It's in like the middle of the day of a Friday too. Yeah, it's right? Friday. It's uh, Toledo versus uh, somebody else. FIU. Yep, correct. Yeah, you can tell that we really stepped up our uh, degenerate game. Might have have hammered the under when I saw the forecast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
All right, well, folks, I think it's appropriate that we actually talk about the bowl game uh, instead of just the stuff around it. Uh, I know it will be a good time. I'll be down there early. Uh, Chuck's going to be living the SoFlo life. Uh, Drew is going to be making – you're coming down after the Louisville game, correct? Correct. Um, I'm going to watch the Cats whoop Louisville's ass, and then I'm going to make my way to Orlando. This will be fun. I don't – I'm sure that there's – isn't there, like, some sort of watch party for U.K. fans down there? Uh, yes. I don't know where it is, but it's at Disneyland World. Yes, we're going to watch Kentucky kick Wolves' ass with Mickey <laughs> at Cinderella's Castle. While he's in a UK jersey? Yes. What? Exactly. Exactly. I heard he is a UK fan. The uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings down there, I don't know which one. I assume it's there's like more than one. They get a huge UK crowd. It's really one of the best places to watch UK games outside, outside of, of Kentucky. Nice. Well, uh, well, we'll figure that out. It'll be on the website. Um but what everybody's really going down there for is to watch the Cats have a rematch with the Penn State Nittany Lions 20 years to the date after the 1999 Outback Bowl. Drew, do you remember where you were during the 1999 Outback Bowl? You know what? One of my only UK football memories of that era was watching that game with my dad. Like It's nice. kind of like the only thing I remember from around in there. I went and saw Couch one year, a couple, uh, maybe the, a couple years before that, but yeah, I actually do. Was that – see, I remember the one where James Whalen got hurt. I think that was the next year in the Music City against Syracuse. Yeah, that um, one I don't remember well. Outback, so we're really showing our age here. I'm sure we have some listeners rolling their eyes like, who are these children? Exactly. We, we were children at the time. Um, Chuck, I'm sure you remember every moment um, when you were four years old uh, <laughs> watching the Outback Bowl. I'm not going to lie. This, uh, I guess some people do know this. I think I've said it in an interview – when I was that age, I was <clears throat> a Louisville fan. Who? Oh. Yeah. What? That explains oh. a lot. I've never known this. Oh. I wonder he doesn't I've, like the I've L's told, down. I've told a couple Why? people Are that in interviews. Are you kidding me? Oh. I That's the dirtiest up. little secret I've I'm, ever oh, heard. Oh, God. Goodness. I'm going to throw up. I oh, grew up. <laughs> I know. Uh, trust oh, me. It, you, you realize how hard that was for me to say <sighs> on the air. Who? But You're gonna yes. sleep good tonight, though, for coming Jeez. clean. Something like when that. Did it, when that did it magnitude. When did it change? When, you when old I was being to know better. When I was realizing that college football was gonna happen, and Mark Stoops was here and came on a visit and knew right then and there that. So even in high school, you were a little. Even fan. in high school, oh, I was a little what an fan. asshole. <laughs> yeah, I was. You're right. I used to be a fan. Man. You know what, Drew? We're in the trust but I'm though. On, We've got to be able to forgive. I'm on the good side. I'm All on right. the best side forever. At least you change. There forever are, and always. There are poor souls out there who live their whole lives as little fans that didn't make the switch like there you. There are. So at, least, at least you saw the light. Yeah, you did. It's You were saved. And you know, I was every, saved. You can be baptized by fire, by water. No matter what, though, you made the right decision. I was baptized by Mark Stoops. We're glad to have you. Thank you, Mark Stoops. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is that's just one of that might be his most significant contribution as a Kentucky head coach ever. I'd like to think so. Baptizing Chuck. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Getting him out of that dirty, dirty cardinal stuff, man. So back to that your question. Some, no, I'm not. Bold. Bold. It was bold. I thought it was time to drop it. You man, know, I you remember Brian Brom. I do. I remember Michael Bush. I, 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 I remember when Michael Steve Crabthorpe came yeah. in and was coaching the Cards. All right, this is enough. I've had enough. I will yeah. unplug this. Blasphemy. Hey, remember What about no. Penn State? Remember, None of us like Penn State, Remember right? that time oh. Kentucky beat Louisville by 46? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Remember that time Lamar fumbled? Oh, do, I do remember that one. Do, yeah, that was pretty good. I like that one. Do we have any animosity against Penn State? 
Do yes. any of y'all have any uh, run-ins? Oh, there are some public affairs that were uh, well, frowned upon. I think. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's so I don't. I can't say I'm too fond of them. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I think the nation was against what happened back then. But I mean, anything else? Maybe with the current team or it's just literally all I can remember. So well, I did. I was doing my research, Drew, and I've realized that every good team in the history of Kentucky football has played Penn State since the seventies. They played a four-game series in the 70s, and Kentucky won two of those. But they're on a two-game losing streak against the Nittany Lions. Is that like our reward for having a good year? We have to play Penn State every time? Exactly. We get to play Penn State. Um, A team who is coached by James Franklin, a guy that you all played against. Yes. Um, How mad was Mark Stoops after James Franklin ran up the score down at Vanderbilt? What year was that? That would have been. I'm trying to think when. You would have been a red shirt, I believe, because yeah, it was Stoops' first year. When I was there, year. he was not there. Okay. Yeah, I tried to forget my red shirt year. <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty pitiful that year. Yeah. Two no, and ten year. Not a good year. Um, I don't know. I have respect for James Franklin though, just because of what he did turn that Vandy program into. So, from that standpoint, I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he made Vandy good. Like really good yeah. is kind of a miracle, but did they, have, did they have two non-win seasons or one? They had two. Um, that is impressive. It and still sucks, one though. of them was with Jordan Matthews, and that was God. after Jay Cutler. He the, would catch yeah. everything. It was uh, Jordan Rogers. Yeah, before the hair, just regular. No, it was it was uh, double double last name. No, Octavius Caldwell Pope. No, it was a it was a white dude. <laughs> I don't think Jordan Rogers was throwing in passes. Yeah, Jordan Rogers was throwing let's, passes. Let's look it up. Michael, I'm thinking of Michael Kidd Gilchrist. I know that's not it, but that's what keeps coming oh, to my mind. Oh, George Asafa, no. No, no. Asafa Adaze? No, I'm telling you, though. You're was, right. That I'm. Uh, he had a little brother that was a recruit like last year that went out west to Washington maybe. I we're why killing I said this good radio like here. That. I'm pulling it up. I'll have it. You Come all on. It's a double last name. I know it I is. I know that Rogers was at least around you're, for you're, one of those I, I, years. Yeah. Um, you're and right, I don't right. have any animosity towards Jordan Rogers. When he's called Carter Samuels. That's Carter it. Carter Samuels. There you go. Yeah. And he would have been there Kate for the Gilchrist, second year. Gilchrist, very close. Um, <laughs> but it's weird, though, that like even though James Franklin, he does have a good re- reputation in that he turned Vaney around, he's also like universally hated amongst the coaching community. Hmm. When they do those candid coaching things, uh, like before where they like it's basically anonymous coaches uh, survey type deal, he gets bashed. Talking about how he's a fake, he's a phony, he's a fraud, uh, he he gets more credit than what he's deserved. Uh, they also like there was that whole scandal at Vanderbilt where they had the girls that got like raped yeah. by football players. Yeah. And they he had got, a long He got of off there. like scot free without anything. Well, he got a promotion. He got to go to Penn State. Yeah, it was it was really bizarre. Um, I just have to tuck my head to that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a pre- prerequisite for coaching at Penn State now. Um, but Ooh. Franklin, I knew that was coming though. I, I didn't even mean it like that. Nick takes it to the not, next level. But he he he's not well liked in the coaching community. Mark Stoops uh, said his like. He gritted his teeth through his one sentence of compliments. He I'm, is great. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to put on a, a good face when they do a press, the press conference down there on, I believe, December 30th. Uh, but aside from that, I don't think uh, there's a lot of uh, – there's no love lost between those two. I could see that. 
James Franklin's kind of got that demeanor about him. Kind of stuck up a little bit, it kind of seems like. Kind of swaggy. Yeah, kind of, but. Kind of a jerk. Kind of yeah. that swagger. I, I hope, well, for one, because it mean UK is winning the game, but I would love a situation where Stoops can punch one in when he doesn't have to oh. to pay him back. And it would probably mean that Benny's, like, going for the record at that point, uh, too. Yeah. Um, which begs the question. Benny Snell, he, as expected, he's going pro. He, he announced that he's going pro, but playing in the bowl game in a very Benny Snell way. Like, we all kind of knew it was coming, but they made, like, a pretty awesome video um, about it. Do we think Benny can get to 107 against Penn State? Awesome. I think he can. I think it's going to be tough sledding because that's really our offense. You know, they're going to load the box and make Terry throw, and that's what teams have done basically all season. But having a whole month to prepare for it, it like I said, it's, it's going to be tough for him. But if anyone can do it, Benny can do it because he has more yards after contact than yards before contact. No, I mean, you're 100% correct. And if you all followed the PFF college, I think he's gotten like 60% of his yards after contact. Um which but, is insane. That's an insane yeah, stat. That, that is incredible. He's getting it. He's getting it? Shooting He's your shot? It. Khalil Mack couldn't slow him down from getting that record. He Ooh. is going to be so focused. Oh, that Okay, that was a bit of a stretch. But he is going to be so focused, and he wants it so bad. He knows he has one shot to be number one in the record book. He's getting his 108. He, he, he did the third person thing where he was like, I know you all got to ask me about it because you're media, but like, Benny's going to get it. Like, come on. <laughs> Benny's got this. Okay, I got a question. Was that hat he was wearing, the cowboy hat, was that uh, Tony Neely's <laughs> it hat? Was Tony okay, hat. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, that's got to be Tony's hat. Yeah. I see that I, hat. I tell you one thing Benny won't do is he will not touch an official. No. You better believe that. Um, he He's learned his lesson. <laughs> Which, by the way, now that when I watch games, the amount of times that people touch officials and nothing happens. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's incredible. There was one in the SEC championship where, like, a dude, like, pushed a ref down and they didn't call anything. It was ridiculous. I, I liked on Stoops' call-in show uh, Monday night. A guy called in. It started serious. He's like, I want to give you a piece of advice. What to tell the team. It's like, oh, here comes the armchair quarterback telling Stoops what to do. And he's like, just have those guys crawl away from the official if they have to. Like, <laughs> do not get near them. Oh, but – if, if we're looking at actual X's and O's of can Benny do it, Penn State has drawn a lot of comparisons to Mississippi State. Uh, I think part of the reason why is Miss State's coach was calling the offense at Penn State a year ago. They run a lot of the same concepts. Bob Shoup spends some time at Penn State too, so a lot of similarities in scheme. Statistically, I'll read off some of them. I did some something we call show prep, Drew. Whoa. Yeah, pretty nice, right? Uh, but the one area that they do struggle defensively, rush defense. They're ranked 70th in the country in uh, rush defense right now, giving up a uh, seventy a game. Seven times this year they've given up more than 150 yards, including three out of the last four. There's been multiple 200-yard rushing performances against them. And granted, uh, there's a lot of bad kind of pit and a big loss. But they can get gashed. And – when you're talking about the Mississippi State comparisons, C.J. Conrad, I was like, how do you recapture what you did against Mississippi State and, and do and, and do that, catch lightning in a bottle, do that again against Penn State? He was like, I, I think a lot of it was, hey, we out them against Mississippi State. We brought it to them. And in the second half of the season, the offense really didn't have 
that same amount of physicality because they weren't that healthy. You get a month off, you get a motivated Benny Snell, you get an All-American Bunchy Stallings on the offensive line, you got C.J. Conrad playing in his last game, a, a bowl game that he didn't get to play in a year ago. Kentucky can bring the heat and run it down their throat, and it starts up front with that offensive line. Bunchy, Mr. All-American, if I'm not mistaken, Austin called that out pretty early in the in the year. Yeah, I was high <laughs> on Bunchy's stock early. So, but you're right, Go though. Go ahead and uh, pat yourself yeah, on the I'll back. pat myself on the back for that one. Good job, bud. But I think you know that line, that, I think that was part of the problem at the end of the year. Just a little gas, a little beat up, nothing severe, but just banged up from how Kentucky runs the ball. You get a month to rest and recharge. Well, and I, I, I like where UK stands. And they really did get an, even an extra week off because that Louisville might as well have been a bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, was, they, were, they weren't getting That better. was just fun. Yeah, that was, that was like a spring scrimmage, you know. Uh, we'll just let the backups play the second half of well, it. Why is it with Kentucky rested up, great run game against a not good run defense, why does everyone in the country calling this just Penn State's going to run away with it? Because of the name recognition. Well, that's <clears> stupid. I agree. It, it has to be just the name on name alone because – what it's been all year. They're only six-point favorites. Like, yeah. it's not an astronomical but, figure. I mean, I, I read a lot into, you know, people like the handicappers, what they're picking, and everybody's, like, laughing like six points. Oh, that's the easiest money of all time. Like, it's almost a joke that Kentucky's even got a chance in this game to them. And, and I, I mean, I know Trace McSorley's good and Penn State's good, but I, I think it's going to be a good game. Well, well, let me ask you, what was the spread on that Northwestern game last year? Because three and I, a half. It was three it? and a half. Uh, you're not low? supposed to know that. I didn't know. <laughs> you told me before the air, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was in the neighborhood of that. Okay. M maybe oh, a little, a little higher, I think. I think it was a little higher. But, yeah. The question is, what was the spread this year in the Florida game? Mississippi State game, Pretty much every South game Carolina game, Missouri, Missouri game. game. And, and that's the thing that I like. I still had one of my friends texting me today who was like, how did Florida get a higher bowl game? Like, why are they ranked higher? Like, I, just trying to – like, Kentucky beat these teams. And people are just completely overlooking because, them because of the Tennessee game. Yeah, and I was about to say that Tennessee beat game. Beat them at home, but too. The, and this is all while – the National Defensive Player of the Year, who's won just every single defensive award, is on the other sideline. Compared to Trace McSorley? More like Trace McSucksy. Oh, that's a good one. That was, yeah, that was pretty good one. Yeah. Which, by the way, Trace McSorley, he's been like the most like, oh, this guy could be really good, but he's just kind of average his whole career. Um, yeah, they were praising him Bentley. in the preseason. Then he, I mean, he had a decent year, but. Uh, Everyone's expecting bigger things from him this season. So I was I was talking with uh, Alex Walker. Do you all know who Alex Walker is? I do not. I know a kid that went to St. X named Alex Walker. <laughs> I don't think it's the same guy. It's, pre it's probably not the same guy. This Alex Walker is a WKYT sports reporter oh. uh, who's pretty new on the scene who attended Penn State. So he knows the best of both worlds. Now, he's pretty confident in his Nittany odds. I think naturally it's because he graduated from there. But – he did have this to say. Great stat. In the last six games Penn State has played within three points, they are one and five. Ooh. The only win was against that Iowa team that is um, about as lukewarm boring <laughs> as it comes. And the re they haven't beat anybody good all year except that Iowa team. They beat the crap out of a lot of crappy Big Ten teams. Uh, they blew it on the road at Michigan. Uh, they had a chance to beat Ohio State. Blew that lead. Uh, and 
they are they they're they're a fine team. They're a solid team, but they're not world beaters. And Drew, that's why I just I don't understand it. I don't yeah, understand. I'm with you, and I'm I'm pretty confident. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good game. But I I really like UK's chances. And I know a lot of times we say, you know, people debate the bowl games. The outcome really matter. It's more the season as a whole. What games yeah. you get into? But I want to win this one really bad. So really bad. That, that I'm going to put my hand up. My the worst take I've ever written in the history of KentuckySportsRadio.com is that winning bowl games doesn't matter. I think I had the caveat that like if it's a New Year's Day game, it does. So I saved myself from embarrassment this time around. But my friends still like make fun of me to this day. Like, well, Roush doesn't care because it's a bowl game and those don't matter. Uh, but when this one matters, yeah, Austin, how many Kentucky teams have won ten games in a season? One other team, maybe. I don't know. Okay, Chuck, what's your guess? Guessing. It's a pretty good guess. Three. Of Louisville three. Fans, so. Ooh, meet in the middle. It's so two. It's two. If they win this game, they would be the third team in yeah, the history of the Yeah, that's what I meant. I misheard the question. My bad. <laughs> to, to ever have ten wins in a season. The other one won a Sugar Bowl in 1950, and the other one was 10-1 and one in the 70s and won the SEC. You, they can be a part of that elite company. And I think they do get it done because these seniors, this will be their third bowl game. They know that it sucks to lose a bowl game. You don't get a bowl ring. We've had to settle. Like the first year we went, we got a ring of the Louisville game, yeah. which was cool for me because I'm like, yeah, game winner. But <laughs> it would have been nice to have a bowl one. And then last year we're just like opted out and we just got a whole nother gift suite package thing. So I think they want one because they don't have a winning bull ring, and it matters. And for the coaching staff and the program moving forward, Penn State is a program where they go into a lot of living rooms against Penn State up in northern Ohio where both both teams like to recruit. You can go in and say, hey, we just whooped them. We've we've turned the tables here. So it's true. big for recruiting and moving forward, not it's, just for the guys on the team it's now. Bigger, it's bigger for Kentucky than Penn State because Penn State's almost expected to beat the likes of Kentucky. Oh. And when we beat them, that's huge momentum. And they, we saw we beat Louisville, stomped them. The big dogs just cleaning up shop in <laughs> Louisville. Like, what, you want to go play for this team? Oh. They just lost by 40 points? Come on now. And, and like – I didn't like we don't understand it because we're from around here. We're not from Big Ten country, so like CJ and Benny, they've been hearing all the time like SEC. Come on, this is Big Ten country. Ohio State's the real deal. You go out and you beat Penn State. That that does a lot in the state of Ohio. Um, also, I'd, I'd I'd like to be happy to report no strife in the punters room. Okay. Yeah. Kenneth is back. Okay. I was yeah, they, they made amends. Okay. They oh, made fine. amends. They've come here. Uh, I no, was worried. No the, trouble in paradise. The specialists have a crazy group message where they just continually roast each other. <laughs> no, you, nothing did, relevant goes on in that message. Did you get eliminated from it? Yeah. I got. I, I removed myself like first day off. I yeah. can't. Just in case something bad goes down. <laughs> I can't have my name associated. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, so I want to go through the comparisons between Penn State, Mississippi State, and Kentucky. Okay. Because if you'll recall, when we previewed the Kentucky-Mississippi State matchup, we were like, hey, these teams are pretty similar too. All right, rush offense. Mississippi State, they're ranked 20th in the nation. Penn State, 30th. 210 a game. Kentucky, right eight spots behind uh, Penn State. All in the same neck of the woods. Penn State, they get their rushing yards with a rushing quarterback, Trace McSorley, and their running back, who I just took his name down to uh, look up the weather in Orlando. But their running back's got 1,200 rushing yards as well. 
the only real difference between McSorley and Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald just runs it about seven more times a game. McSorley's a little bit better passer. But all in all, they're about the same. They both complete only 53% of their passes. So if Josh Allen gets up in this dude's grill, they get some natural oh, pressure. If. Okay. When. when he gets up in this guy's grill, if you get just a little bit of pressure in the interior of that pass rush, dude's going to get sacked quite a bit of times. He's going to force some bad throws, and Mike Edwards is going to make him pay. That's going to happen. That's inevitable. And another thing, too. How many big DBs they played like UK's DBs all year? I don't think they got a bunch of six two slow four guys. Uh, probably just Ohio was. State and Michigan. They <laughs> yeah. probably got some lengthy guys. Yeah, I don't think so. They all short guys. <laughs> no, all, no all tiny short guys that nobody paid attention to. All right, scoring defense: Mississippi State, number one in America; Kentucky, number eight in America; Penn State, twentieth, twenty points per game. Ooh. Uh, what, what's the over under in this game right now? Forty six and a half. I'd take the under. Just that might, be too, under? that might be way too high. I don't know if that's actually it. I remember he, seeing that somewhere. You've got two of the top 20 scoring defenses in 48. America. 48. 48. They both, that's each team's less than each team's combined average. So figure that in. Um, I know Terry's going to prove him wrong. That's taking uh, the, the trick plays into consideration, I think. Yes, the you know, trick at least, play with Drake. At least though. each team has about 10 trick plays oh, that they may yeah. or may yes. not use for the bowl game. Uh, tackles for loss. Penn State, 7th in America. Mississippi State, 11th in America. Team sacks, Penn State, 3rd in America. Mississippi State, 13th. So on top of the schematic stuff uh, where they're running a lot of twists and stunts, Penn State, just like Mississippi State, has a really good front four. Goes back to what we said about their UK's offensive line. Has to play well. They've got to give Terry a clean pocket. Because when Terry had time against Louisville, he was dropping dimes. And if you can stretch out that Penn State defense just enough, Benny can run on. Yeah. Hit a few big plays, Benny can run. That's the thing is we've struggled stretching out the defense. Like Terry's completion record is high. It's pretty good. But those haven't been chunk plays. We haven't thrown the ball down the field well. And so that's really where we need to see him improve the most is just confidence to throw the ball into tight windows. Because, like I said, they are going to stack the box against Benny. And, I mean, Benny is human. Like, He's going to need some help. He's got to get a push to get going. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I do fully expect this team to get this win. It's going to be nitty-gritty, but I just can't see those seniors leaving without a win. They've, had, they've done everything else up to this point. This is the last box to check off. It really and is. And back to Terry, the Louisville game, of course, was against a terrible defense that Nick could throw for 500 on. Yes. But just him doing it and feeling it and knowing he can, even though it was against a crap team, that can do so much for him mentally. The Terry Wilson we saw at Texas A&M look terrified to play football. Yeah. If he gets the confidence from that Louisville game, I'm not saying he can repeat that performance, but he can look good and, and get some of those big plays they need. I also think that it's, it's not just confidence in his own play. He yeah. has confidence in his receivers to go up and make plays where he's not afraid to just throw it up to somebody. And, and I think that might have been an issue earlier in the year. Speaking of receivers, the one we just had on the podcast. Mr. Bouvier. Bouvier. He's going to touchdown, right? I feel like him coming on this show is going to propel him to probably be the standout of the game. I know I don't know if we're picking MVPs or anything, but I'm letting you all know right now he's one of these seniors Austin's talking about that's going to make the most of this. Really so is. will Dorian Baker. Ooh. That's, I like that. I like that. That would be huge for him. I got, something so to say. I got something to say about Terry. If Terry does start completing the deep ball, then he's a Heisman candidate because he has everything else in his repertoire. Oh, yeah. So – 
that's all he needs. Is he if he gets that? I mean, he's a good quarterback as is right now. I mean, he's so elusive, and you can't you can't put a pin on some of these sacks that he's avoiding because it goes from second and seventeen to second and three and it's just huge so i mean if terry gets his downfield passing game going watch out because it'd be nice if some people in the fan base would quit begging to bench him too right? yeah that's crazy talk. <laughs> well and i also think there's like uh it's really easy to nitpick um with quarterbacks especially like missing open guys um but like i think every quarterback in the history of football has missed open receivers the thing that i am encouraged to hear is when C.J. Conrad's like, you know, I I watched Steven go through similar growing pains. It takes a while for a first-year starter. But I, I'm kind of jealous I'm not coming back next year because he's going to be special. I love it. I absolutely love it. And this could be a springboard. This could be a springboard for Terry, and it also can be a springboard for two guys who are going to receive some significant playing time because Jordan Jones, we found out today that uh, he will not be playing in the Citrus Bowl um, for unspecified reasons. Um, but his uh, his time at Kentucky is done. So instead of having Jordan Jones on the lineup, uh, a loud, vivacious, disruptive, experienced senior, you're getting a couple quiet freshmen who have been impressive so far but are receiving their first welcome to the big show moment. Hot take. It's not good that he's out because he's awesome, but this there are some positives to this, to getting those guys even more experience. I mean, they've looked good when they have played. They've, they're going to get this the month they're in right now are practicing. Obviously, they're not a senior Jordan Jones, but I think it will be big for them going forward, and I expect Square, Oates, everyone that has to fill in a little bit to, to play well in his place. I don't think that – like time is going to be in it. Like they have a month to get ready to play. They already played a lot in the Louisville game, and they've already played when it mattered. Because Cash Daniel, we can look back, and that could end up being a huge blessing in disguise. Because yeah. um, I mean, a Kentucky kept it close throughout that first half that he missed from targeting, but DeAndre Square had his best game against Texas A&M. Career high six tackles. Chris Oates had a sack, two tackles for a loss, four tackles. When they got their number called, they rose to the occasion. And they I think their demeanor, they're level-headed. They're, the moment's not going to be too big for them. Um, and this is what it was going to be next year. They were already preparing for this moment uh, in bowl practices. Those guys get a lot of reps, right? Like, yeah. Did you even like do anything during bowl practice last year, Chuck? Very minimal. <laughs> well, our sports science is good, so they would try to, to match what you've been doing. Um, I guess every week before the bowl game, but definitely, actually, you know, it's a, it was a regular week of practice. Uh, it, Stoops was good and giving you time off, and there's days where you go heavy practice, days where you go light practice. I think bowl prep was probably the same. But do but do the younger guys get more reps? Oh, I absolutely, think, yeah. yeah. There's there's the dirt bowl when they kind the mud bowl, mud bowl or dirt bowl, I forget what it's called, but they there's even scrimmages where. Instead Ooh. of, you know, uh, you know, the first week of bowl practices, instead of the ones going against the ones, it's kind of like <laughs> the, the red, red shirts, shirts yeah. and the younger guys that don't play much go against each other, and you have the ones there cheering for them. And that was always awesome because, of course, practice ended about 15 minutes earlier for you <laughs> than expected. But also you kind of got to see the guys that were helping you on scout team all year and you could see if they were developing or kind of just taking it as a joke. 
Stoops so. even said, I'm using this time not just getting ready for Penn State. I'm looking at what I have in the spring. Yeah. So he's using that. And back to Jones real quick. If, I, if you're going to lose a senior good player when you across the board, Ooh, he's, he's the one he's where you're like, guy. all right, we got help. I mean, if you name another guy, you lose him. We're sitting here like, oh, God, that, that's detrimental. Be? But if you – if you're going to lose somebody, it's not the end of the world that yeah. it's Jordan Jones. You're, you're just hate it for him because he had yeah. such a good year, especially just turnaround, his attitude and discipline. Yeah, he's a playmaker too. I mean, he what was the game he caused the big fumble? It was uh, Mississippi State, yeah, I think. Right in the beginning of the game. We, we got yeah. ahead, jumped on early. So yep. he will be missed. I think you can't say that he won't be missed just because he's such an explosive kind of guy. But you already mentioned it. There's maturity behind him. Like, they are very mature the way they've approached it. And we just got to jump out early. We we can't – I know I always say that, but right. seriously, because when Especially we played Georgia Tech two years ago and Ooh. we had the fumble scoop Also score. against a triple option offense, which if you get behind them, especially on the first drive, it's like, God. Yeah, well, the way our out. offense sometimes this year. <laughs> I don't think we need to jump out early. I think we need to contain Penn State early. So very similar, but I don't think we have to go up 14-0. I just think we can't let them go up 14-0. Yeah, I, I would be pretty excited to see Mike Edwards pick six to start the game. Yeah. Similar to and then the another test. fumble yeah. for him. Well, like three plays later. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I guarantee you if Mike Edwards gets a pick six the first play of the game, we'll be kicking off from our own 20-yard line. <laughs> there will be an unsportsmanlike penalty. There will be dancing in the end zone. Oh, were, were you all on the confetti. team when Josh Forrest threw the oh, ball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful spiral. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bomb. Great arm talent. What Very a, impressive. What was, ridiculous penalty. I think we already talked about it, but there was a time literally Stoops sat in every meeting and would be like, guys, we can't get penalties like this. Like, we can't keep kicking off. Like, before every game, he would say it. Like, yeah. he went through a phase where that's all he cared about. He's like, I'm sick of you guys screwing it up. You do something good, and then you just screw it up right after and we've grown from then, well, obviously. And, and Jordan was one of those guys who did grow from that. And he got a lot of flack. I think it was uh, a little unnecessary. Yeah, he made some mistakes, but the amount of crap that – like people acted like nobody's ever gotten a fight on a football field before. Holier than that. That, that, that drove me insane. I uh, still think last year's stun against Lamar was just genius for him. I really think it is. I think he's so smart. Everyone gets mad. He's going to fight their quarterback, blah, blah, blah. He tried to get inside Think about his it. head. Think about it. He gets inside his head, and those two are thrown out. He tried to bait him. I don't hate Louisville it. Done. I think it was smart, and I yeah. think we are going to miss him. Uh, like you all said, we but do have people to step up, but he's he – he, Can you all even year. recall anything like that this year, though, where he had like – No, he's been – very calm. Oh, he's been great. I mean, was, every time he does have a big play, I kind of freak out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, here oh, it's going to be old Jordan. But well, so I think I already know the answer to this, it. but like, he can't. Does he? Can he even travel? Or is He'll that a no-no? Because no? he could be a good hype man. He could be helpful on the sideline. I don't oh, know if yeah. he's allowed to do that. I don't want to take a Jordan Jones that's not <laughs> playing in the game to the bull side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all know a little better than me. <laughs> oh man, Junior Jordan and, Jones, didn't he? Was he? Did he flip off a fan or spit? Oh yeah, at Southern, at, at Southern Miss. Yeah. No, allegedly was, there's a yeah, video. Allegedly, it was allegedly Dandy, I think. Spit. It was at Southern Miss. Yeah. Oh, Southern. Okay, same atmosphere. Yeah. But it, when you like, and back to what Drew said, like, if you're going to lose a guy, these are your two best underclassmen on the team. I mean, squ- Kentucky had a ton of All SEC selections, only one All SEC freshman, and that was DeAndre Square. Which, by the way. He had those two guys in front of him, still had a tackle in every single game. It's pretty impressive. 
That's special teams playmaking right there, Chuck. What do you know about that? Oh, I know about that life. <laughs> I'm more of the uh, front line kickoff return guy, but you had a good punt return. Couple uh, tackles. In your day. Couple good punt returns. You guh guys want me to see if I can one. get the man from down under on here? Yeah. You guys keep talking. Yeah, Let me go yeah, work. Yeah, some go, magic. go work. Okay. Some magic. Yeah, get some yeah. magic for us. Yeah, we'll I just don't get the whole team suspended doing yeah. uh, unapproved media. It's okay. It's it's the punter. <laughs> Hopefully they don't say, need him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that that that'll be us shooting our shot. Um, is Chuck going to be Here our match? Here he comes. I like that Chuck, too, dressed for the occasion. He wore a top. I knew this was going to happen. He, he knew he was going to be the, the person getting it, uh, doing the interviews with the shirt and tie. Um, so, from one specialist this is just the, to another. This is the bring on the players game or show. Hey, we're getting ready for the bowl game now. I agree. I like it. Um, get out of the way, Chuck. Nobody likes you anyway. So, here we have the man from down under, Max Duffy. Duffy. Thanks for having me. You are on. Hopefully everyone can understand me. <laughs> yes. We have a translator. We're, uh, <laughs> we're pretty professional here, the KSR Football Podcast. But we just want to get your thoughts, man. How does it feel first year in America playing football to be going to a prestigious bowl game? It's awesome. Uh, I've timed it really well. Unlike Matt last year, who, uh, you know, still had a good year, but probably not as good of a bowl game. I feel pretty, like, privileged to be part of it. Um, obviously, nine-win season. Maybe could have been a few more if we had got a bit of luck, but um, it's awesome to be a part of it. And, like, you know, you would have gone through probably four or five years where really you guys maybe finished seven and five, maybe the best finish. But to finish nine and three first up, I just feel pretty privileged, and um, it's been really good fun. I love it. So I think the fans are dying to know, how did you recover after that Louisville game? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, as a big fan, I loved your work in the Louisville game. I mean, you – one of your most better performances. Most fans did. Yeah, they yeah. thought I did really well. Um, I thought my encouragement was at an all-time high. Um, the guys really fed off my energy, and it was good. So. Um, no, it was a good fun. It was uh, obviously good. That was my first rivalry game or whatever you guys call it. So um, that was awesome. And to win it and to win it that easy was really good. Hopefully, we would like a similar performance from you in the bowl game. Uh, I really liked what you did there, doing absolutely nothing while well, the offense scored at will. So maybe they can do that again. I don't mind playing sometimes. <laughs> so if you could get me in there for one punt, that'd be nice. If he just calls a bad play, maybe on a third down, get me in there and just let me pin him for once. But <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'll take the win over me playing any day. Have so, you ever been to Orlando? Ooh. I have not. I have not. I have been to Florida, but I haven't been to Orlando. Ooh, so first Disney World trip? Yep. I'm looking forward to Harry Potter World. I'm a bit of a Harry Potter nerd. Oh, oh. Harry Potter World too. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, the, the Escape from Green Guts. Highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. Very cool ride. Yeah. Very cool ride. Uh, so I, I'm always fascinated by this, but you're getting to eat, enjoy American cuisine. What is your favorite American food? Uh, that's tough. I'm not a big fan of cheese, and everything has cheese on it. <laughs> and everyone wants to go sandwiches, and I'm not a big fan of sandwiches either. So um, I really – we don't have much of, like, barbecue, so, like, wings and ribs and that kind of thing. We do kind of have it, but not really. So I'd say, like, boneless wings and stuff. What I had tonight at the bar was perfect. Boom. Does, does everyone just want to talk to you about Australia and what it's like being here? Or it seems like every interview, that's the direction it goes. Yeah, the kangaroo question comes up almost every time. <laughs> um, we have kangaroos, yes. No, they're not our pets. So uh, that comes up almost every time. But no, it's good. I understand. Like, obviously, we're a pretty small country, and you guys really don't hear a lot about us ever because we really don't do much. So um, it's good to kind of enlighten people and tell us where we're coming from. Well, now we're just recruiting all the punters from there. Yeah. Every, like, everyone is in college football. We like the style. Do you just 
every time you you roll out, do you just want to run? Is that is that kind of a judgment call? Or can, do I you love just tuck to. It and go? I saw uh, the dude for the Giants did it right before yeah. half yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Michael Dixon did it earlier in the year um, at Seattle. He just decided to do it apparently, and they didn't even tell him to. So <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd get away with that against Tucky, yeah, but. I I would um, definitely be a ball hog Australian punter. I'd be like, yeah, I think I'm just going to take this one too. We're just going <laughs> to keep I'm sure Coach Stoops would love that. It'd be good. It'd be good fun. I mean, I, I hopefully at one, one stage during my three years here we can do one. Um, I'd like to show them how I can run. But I've been told not to bounce it because they might see it as an illegal fumble or whatever it is or forced fumble because we can yeah, kind of, we have to run and bounce it every 15 yards in our sport. So oh. I'd like to take a bounce or something, but I'm not sure that's allowed. That so a little bit about Duffy is he played professional Aussie rules football. Yes. So, he he has played pro sports. And he still not, has not well. and he still has eligibility. I do. So yeah. can I go to Australia and play Aussie rules football? Uh, with your skill set, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro! I had a couple tackles now. Come on, <laughs> come on! Roasted. Um, no, I'm sure you could give it a shot. It's a uh, it's a good sport. I love it. Um, I'm trying to get all the guys around it. I know uh, Tristan Yeoman's my long snapper. He tunes in every now and then and watches the games, which is good. Uh, we No pads, no helmets, so real men. So <laughs> oh! Okay. Calling out your own teammates. I like that. <laughs> Bold move. Do you have a favorite team we should be watching? I'll, I'll tune in. I'll Back home? Yeah. Uh, I played for the Fremantle Dockers, so um, they cut me, so they're Dockers? probably not my favorite team, but uh, okay. they, they were good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to watch one. I know nothing about it. We're going to be a pro Dockers podcast. Is there a team with the kangaroos mascot? There is. North Melbourne. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just really steering into they, the They play the Sydney Boneless Wings uh, next week. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was fun. Thanks yeah. for coming yeah, on, Thanks man. for having me. Yeah. We're looking forward to watching you down in Orlando. Yeah, before you go, what's your prediction for the game? Uh, I think we'll win. Uh, I heard uh, Coach Stoops saying the other day that uh, a lot of people are starting to write us off as they have all year. Um, we've been underdogs in a lot of the games, so um, we're happy to keep being underdogs and hopefully we get it done again. It'll be good to come away with a ring. I know coming from Australia, that's like a really big thing. All the guys back home, like all my buddies, always ask me, how do you get a ring? What do you have to do to get a ring? We see the NFL rings. We think that's a really cool thing. We don't do that anywhere in Australia. So to walk away with a ring would be awesome and like a moment that I cherish for a long time. So. All right. We hope you get one. Heck thanks, yeah. Thanks, cool. thanks for joining us here. Thanks for we appreciate it, Duffy. Ladies and gentlemen. Now oh, we got to go give it back to Chuck. Oh, damn. It's only going downhill from I think here. we just need to start setting up in the football facility and just bringing people on interviews. In the game room. Man. Maybe on the sideline during the game. Ooh. Tom Leach putting him on the hot seat. Yeah. Man, I just enjoy hearing Max I could have done an hour with him. Yeah. Just listening to him talk. See, the people tuned in that want to hear about Penn State, isn't it much cooler hearing him talk than whatever we had to say about Saquon Barkley graduating? Because that's all I know about them other than Chase <laughs> I, I do love, too, that, like, we didn't ask for him to plug the bar, but he was yeah. like, my favorite food is barbecue. Yeah, there was no winking or elbowing behind the scenes. That also means him. that Outback's lying to us, that shrimp on the barbie is not a thing. Oh, we should. He would have went <laughs> off a rant on <laughs> Outback. <laughs> <laughs> Those <Awesome>. frauds. <laughs> oh, man. Um, wow. Well, this has been – I don't even know how to ra- tie this up and wrap a nice little bow on it. Um, Chuck, you have a page here of research. Like a lot of – did you write down their depth chart? No. This is <laughs> like you've got a lot of numbers and like information. And like, what is that? Before I realized that you were going to say how similar we are to them Mississippi State, I realized how similar we are to them, and so I just kind of jotted some notes about it. But you pretty much hit it all. 
So you couldn't you could have chimed in. You could have been well, like, yeah, I want you to do it. Yeah, Nick, you're right. It looks like you have the social security numbers for uh, <laughs> each side of the ball. Over oh well, there. that's you all. I was going to read those live. <laughs> Identity. Start with mine, please. Identity theft right, is a I will, problem. <laughs> I'll say one thing. I wished we used CJ like they use this Pat Fryer Muth dude. It's a very Penn State tight end name. Yeah, very Penn State tight end name. He's at 24 catches and seven touchdowns. See, the biggest difference between CJ and this guy? Well, he's only got – Eight pounds on CJ, about six five. Well, the difference What's is eight pounds. I've gained eight pounds since New York last week. They, but they just they throw it to him near the end zone. That's what I'm saying. I wish we did that. We, more we've, with we've actually targeted <laughs> CJ more. Theory. I think yeah. he has like seven more catches, something like that. In it's like, almost like it worked against Missouri or something. Yeah. But yeah. we have less yards. You know, I also did some show prep. Oh, more so than you all. Really? I went to Penn State's campus two weekends ago. Oh. Stayed in the Penn Stater Hotel. Really? Saw the stadium. Saw all the ugly girls on campus. Did you see <laughs> I the Jerry, things out. Did you see the Joe Paterno statue? Uh, I did not, but they uh, had midget wrestling at the big bar there. There were people lined up down Re- the street. That, you can still do that? I Are you sure you just didn't watch Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> no. before this? Yeah. Uh, can you even say that? <laughs> we, we were there. We, we didn't go in because it was a long line of people, but, uh, yeah, it was a weird place. Their football stadium looks awesome, though. I'll give them that. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty large. Uh, Happy Valley, which is is sta- is that is that the name of the town? Happy Valley? No, that's it's called State College. Happy Valley is, I guess, the wait. The name of the town is called State College. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, like that's they and the, it's called the Penn Stater Hotel. Real clever with their names. Yeah, they they really got creative on it. Tried to really mix things up. Whatever happened to that? Uh, Quarterback they had that was supposed to be the next Kerry Collins. Break. No, Hackenberg. Wasn't it Hackenberg? Oh, Where's he guy at? Was... Uh, I think he's doing Talk a podcast. About a hack. He's doing a Penn State football podcast at some bar there. I'm sure. Whoa, hey now, that's. I'm pretty that's sure a good he path. he Watch actually it. was like. <laughs> I think he got like was one of the backups that got called in that they were like the Redskins were like, nah, we're not gonna take him. Yeah, I actually think he's in that. He signed up to be in that new league. Oh, Let's see. You could be teammates with him in Memphis. He's currently Maybe. I, I think he might be. Like, I don't know. He went somewhere one he, of those he teams. He did get drafted in one of those. I, yeah. I I don't, oh. Is it Memphis? Wow. He's yeah. With Memphis. <laughs> there we go. Uh, hopefully he doesn't Be careful what show. you say, yeah. Charles. Or, uh, Austin, this is your future you teammate. You should just here. go ahead. Hey, man, all I do is make kicks, and if you don't love me for that, then that's on you. You should make a preemptive bet. Like, whoever wins the bowl game uh, gets a job, the other one gets cut. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll tweet You're that. You're confident that the Cats are going to win, so write it down, folks. Write it down. And after we win, you'll just go play quarterback there and you'll kick. It's a win-win for <laughs> exactly. you. More playing time. More more TV time. Yeah. I want more face time. That's really my goal. In 2016, Mel Kuyper had him as the fifth best quarterback in the draft. Wow. What an idiot. <laughs> wow, he's played on a lot of teams in those two I years. I can't wait until And his Josh. middle name's Blaze. When you, whenever you meet him, just call him Blaze. Blaze. Is that a cool Laser. middle name or is it not a cool middle name? <laughs> There's like okay, you. I, I want you all to look up the name of Louisville's new tight ends coach. He got hired today, and I'm going to show you all his picture. And I, gonna you, take I there's going to be one mutual friend. It's going to be Charles Walker. <laughs> Dirty little Okay. I won't have to tell you this guy's uh, this guy's name. And you will know his name. What is that Vinny. guy? What does that guy look to you like? Oh, that's definitely a Vinny. 
Vinny or a Tony? Buzz. See, I just noticed that he has a soul patch, so it's making me reconsider, but he's his name oh, is Stu. Stu. I can see him as a Stu. He's definitely an extra in The Sopranos. Is he related? Yeah, I see he's Vin. He, he's something he's, Italian. Oh, yeah. He's doughy in the face, got like a little spiky haircut, like he's trying to yeah, be cool. Yeah, I see him as a Stu. But he's Stu. not really that. Just perfect name. What a Stu. Easy name to write, too. Nice yeah. and short. I'm sure it's Charles already has his autograph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right here. Now He's I look at, at my, house. <laughs> on my Louisville he finds ball back house. home Man, with all their I cannot, like, It's pretty hilarious how like they have like three kids committed to their class and signing days tomorrow. Yeah, what happens? Is that like open season? Like, yeah. hey, pick me. <laughs> they have no recruits. Like, oh. can they like roll and those the over? And couple Vince visited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vince is like, oh, so you're trying to steal JJ? <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. How does that work? Seriously, though, if they only signed three in one class, could they sign like 40 in the next? Well, this is just I the early so. period. Because so if they didn't have February people on scholarship. To get more. I think the, that but was Katrina, like a 28 number limit per I, year. That, so. It seems reasonable. The good news is, is that I think they only have like 12 or 13 to give out because Petrino loaded up on so many bad players beforehand. So, good news, folks. Louisville's <laughs> going to be bad for a long, long pretty, time. Pretty excited about it. All right, well, th- this has been a fun show. I did not when, – when I was doing my Citrus Bowl extravaganza prep, I did not expect that we would have two U.K. football players on the podcast. Uh, two starters, let's just be clear. Yeah, two starters. And I love how excited the specialist got for that punt in the Boca Raton Bowl. That <laughs> 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 was awesome to watch. I've never, I've never witnessed that before. Um, but, hey, it was a great punt. Yeah, we love we yeah. love a good performance. We support any <laughs> specialist. You realize that they're cheered because the there was about seven Northern Illinois guys that just nailed the punter. Oh, that's oh. why they were cheering. I'm yeah, and he got it Definitely, off though. Yeah, he got it off. They got it off. Tips, so that's a flag, baby. Uh, I'm cheering for punts because I need that under. Hey, did you ever get roughed? That under is looking rough. I don't know what yeah. it's at, but yeah, 27 I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Second quarter. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get roughed? I got uh, roughed, never got no. called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit so hard one time. We were at Florida, and I had to kick off from on 20. So, like, you knew they were turning it. And their lead blocker, I saw him coming for, like, 40 yards in front of me. And I swear when he hit me, I slid on my butt for 10 yards. <laughs> you should have just kicked it out of bounds. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> you should have it on the 50. <laughs> I regret that decision. It was, it was a poor decision. Every tackle decision. I ever tried to make, I got hurt on. But we hope you are making the good decision to go to the Citrus Bowl. You made the right decision by listening to this weekend's this week's KSR Football Podcast. Yeah, I feel like we're all over the place, but it was a good one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we the had, boys are back in town. Oh, man. It's been good. I miss you guys. And we're going to make sure that we aren't strangers. Uh, Chuck, I hope you can make it up at some point from your SoFlo so party. So maybe potentially podcast with Drew and I. Yeah, I Nick, you're driving. It'll have to be New Year's Eve, 31st, Perfect. coming in the morning. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can do the sure, countdown. Make sure you throw the equipment in the car just in case we get a little well, late night. Uh, uh-oh. Ooh. A little, little abbreviated version of the KSR yeah, football podcast. Yeah, I, I will bring the equipment. Uh, and I hope to see plenty of Kentucky fans down there. We'll obviously have stuff on the site about different events you can attend uh, throughout the week. Um, but it's going to be a ton of fun. And I'm just incredibly excited. This is the – it's the big one. And unlike – We're here. And I, I, this isn't to knock the previous bowl games, but we're playing a big dog for a chance to get 10 wins on New Year's Day. You can't ask for much more from a Kentucky football team. They scored again. All the, all the marbles are on the table for this one. I know. Winner takes all. 
I'm, it's it's an exciting time to be a Kentucky fan. I am. I feel like a proud pop, where I saw all these guys like start when they were freshmen, work their way up. Now they're getting standing ovations at Rupp Arena. Like it just it warms my heart to see that we've got to this point, and now it's time to finish on a strong note. Time to finish on a strong note. I want to thank our sponsors for today's show, uh, Andrew Way from State Farm, our friends at CC on College. It's just been. A great show. Call your friends at Wade from State Farm. Do it now. Listen to more of our football podcast. We're coming back Thursday after signing day. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, Kentucky's going to sign a close to a top 30 class on Wednesday. And then we're going to go down and party for the Citrus Bowl. Uh, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. A happy Citrus Bowl. Go Cats. Beat Penn State. And peep the technique.